Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 29th. The Zong Massacre began on this day in 1781. The Zong was a slave ship, and conditions on slave ships in general were brutal and horrifying. But aboard the Zong, they became even worse. The Zong left the African coast on September 6th of that year. It was heavily overloaded with 442 enslaved Africans. And while crossing the Atlantic, many of these people became ill and died because of disease and thirst and malnutrition. And again, this was common aboard slave ships, but it became a lot worse in this case because the crew accidentally sailed past their destination of Jamaica. And then on the other side of Jamaica, they were becalmed. By the time they became stranded at sea, having lost the wind, 380 of those original 442 enslaved people were still living. While they were stuck there, conditions got worse, and the crew made a decision. They threw some of the enslaved people aboard off the ship to try to conserve resources. They focused on the ones who were sick or dying. Over the span of just a few days, the crew threw 132 people overboard. And about 10 people also jumped overboard to avoid this fate. Luke Collingwood was the captain of the ship, but he wasn't the ship's owner. The owner was a man named James Gregson. And once the Zong finally did get out of this situation and arrived in Jamaica, Gregson filed an insurance claim for his lost property. That property being the enslaved people who had been jettisoned from the ship. Collingwood also died not long after arriving, and the manifest of exactly who and what had been on board disappeared. So it wasn't at all uncommon for the owner of a slave ship to insure the enslaved people aboard. And it also wasn't all that uncommon for the insurer to pay claims on so-called cargo that was lost during the trip. But in this case, the insurance company refused to pay. The insurance inspector said that there was more than 400 gallons of water aboard the Zong when it got to Jamaica, so it shouldn't have been necessary to reduce the numbers aboard the ship. There was also evidence that the crew had passed up the opportunity to replenish the stores of water on the ship and that the killings had continued after rains replenished the water supply that was there. This matter went to court, and the court found in favor of James Gregson. But the insurance company appealed the decision. This appeal became a matter of national attention in Britain, as abolitionists use it as an example of the horrors of slavery. William Murray, the Earl of Mansfield and the Lord Chief Justice of the King's Bench, was the one who heard this appeal and ordered a new trial. It was during all of this that the word massacre was first used to describe what had happened. And living in the home of William Murray, the Earl of Mansfield, was a woman named Dido Elizabeth Bell. She was the Earl's grandniece. Dido's father was a British Navy officer, Sir John Lindsay, and her mother was an enslaved woman named Maria, who Lindsay either stole or rescued from a Spanish vessel in the Caribbean. There's been a lot of speculation about whether Dido's presence in the Earl's life influenced his decision in ordering this new trial. 
And while it may have played a part, he really focused his ruling on the question of how much water was on the ship and whether the right actions had been taken regarding what was considered to be cargo. He didn't really look at the question of whether the enslaved Africans aboard the ship were considered people with rights who were the victims of murder rather than cargo. Even though he found in favor of the insurance company and that a new trial was ordered, that trial doesn't appear to have ever happened. And this might have been due to fears that because of the progress of the movement for abolition and all the discussion about the people aboard this ship that had happened during this hearing, there were concerns that that might actually lead to murder convictions for the crew. Thanks to Christopher Asiotis for his research work on today's podcast, and thanks to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts, and you can tune in tomorrow for a final speech. <laughs>